Miss Samantha, your guest has arrived. Splendid. Do show her in, Jacobs. My lady will see you now. Hi, Sam! Mm. I see we have a lot of work to do today, Chelsea. Work? Indeed. If you are to be a lady of refinement, you do not simply walk in and use such vulgar greetings. Vulgar? Yes, it means uncouth. Uncouth? Rude, disorderly, disrespectful. Must I list all the adjectives? Adjectives? Never mind. You were sent here to learn how to be a lady, is that not right? Yeah, my mom said that it was important to learn the social graces. I don't even know what that means. I can tell. I suppose that will be the best place to start. In high society, hmm, when dealing with people of a royal and important family, it's important to follow certain customs. In other words, you need to use a special set of manners. Manners, got it. Hmm, we shall see. Let's begin with a greeting. When you enter a room and are being introduced, you smile and curtsy like so. Like this? Not bad. We'll work on it. Then you say something along the lines of good day or a pleasure or I do hope you are well. You try it. Okay, I curtsy and smile. How are you doing? Good gracious. Was that good? It needs improvement. I think I need some tea. Jacobs? Milady? Tea, please. Earl Grey? Hot? No sugar? At once, ma'am. If we're taking a break, can I listen to the radio? <sighs> Do what you will. Would you be so kind to pass the cream, Samantha? It would be my pleasure, Chelsea. So, how's the tea party going, ladies? Not bad. I can't say I've ever had a tea party with plastic mugs before. Don't mind her, Mr. Jacobs. I adore them. <laughs> I'm glad they meet your gracious approval. Hmm. What's wrong? Oh, I'm just keeping a lookout for someone. Is it an old friend or something? Not exactly, Chelsea. Kyle texted me about a friend of his and asked if this friend could come by and talk with me. He should be here any minute. Sounds like they have a question for you. Mm, that's what I thought. Mr. Jacobs, do you have any more crackers? We ran out. I can look. I'll be right back. Huh. I wonder what kind of question this friend has. Yeah, do kids come here to ask questions all the time or something? More often than not. On Saturdays, anyway. That must be them. I'll get it. Uh, hey, I'm looking for Mr. Jacobs. Is this his house? Indeed it is, good sir. Please, do come in and welcome. Huh? Very good, Chelsea. She means you're in the right place. Come on in. Thanks, I'm Olin. I'm Sam, and this is Chelsea. Delighted. Yeah, me too. So is Mr. Jacobs around? I was supposed to ask him a question. Yeah, he's here. He's just getting us some more crackers. Sounds important. We're just having a little tea party. Would you care to join us? Um, sure, I guess. He'll be back soon, right? Definitely. And while we wait, we can listen to the radio. May I trouble you for the cheese, Chelsea? You may, my good sir. So, Olin, what brings you here? You said something about a question? Oh, right, your question. <laughs> I completely forgot. 
That's okay. Kyle said that you might be able to help. Well, I'll do my best. What seems to be the problem? Let's just say that I have teacher problems, particularly Miss Othamar problems. I see. What kind of problems? Lots of stuff. Getting after me in class, giving me extra assignments, telling my parents that I'm not behaving well in class. Well, not to be that person, but are you doing things that would make her do that stuff? Of course not. I mean, I don't think so. I've made mistakes in class, and I've forgotten to do an assignment a couple of times. Sounds like normal kid stuff. So, I'm guessing that you want to know what to do about it. I've already figured that out, and I've told my parents what's going on. Hmm, well, that is what I was going to suggest. Did it help? Kind of. They talked to the principal, and she started to treat me nicer, but I can tell she still doesn't like me. And honestly, because of that, I don't really like her. I can see how that would follow. So, what's your question? Well, my dad told me that even if she still doesn't like me, I need to show her respect. But when I asked him why, he just said because she's my teacher. I was hoping you would have a better answer. I see. That is an important question. And though your dad is right, I'll try to explain a little. Oh, good. First of all, the Bible is very clear Mr. that- Mr. Jacobs, before you start, can you explain what respect is? I guess that would be a better place to begin. Respect is when you are humble enough to listen to someone, to treat them like they are important and that they have value. Got it. As I was saying, I see a few different places where the Bible tells us to respect others. First, in Romans 13 and Ephesians 6, God tells us to show respect to those in places of authority because He put them there and because they have a lot of responsibility. Places of authority? He means like parents, bosses, leaders, and teachers. That's right, Sam. Secondly, in 1 Peter 5.5 and Proverbs 16.31, God tells us that we need to respect people who are older than us. Ah, yes. Respect your elders. Heard that one before. It is an overused power play, I agree. But what God means is we need to realize that when someone is older, it means they have learned a lot of things. And if we are respectful enough to listen to them, they can teach us a lot. That makes sense. Are there any other reasons to respect people? Well, there is one in 1 Peter 2.17 where, you know, I might have a script about it. I'll be right back. A script? Like for a play or a movie or something? You just wait. It'll be fun. Okay. Well, I guess in the meantime, we can listen to the radio. And now, from the garage of Lionel Jacobs comes the delightful drama, The Proud Camper an adapted biblical teaching about pride. Once upon a time, in the middle of the woods, there was a camp. Hi there, everyone. I'm Carrie, and I'll be your camp counselor for the rest of the summer. We'll go canoeing, fishing, camping, hiking, bird watching, horseback riding, tetherballing. <sighs> it's a great place. I love it here. And so will you. I know it. It wasn't long after hearing such a glowing testimonial that kids started arriving at the camp. Bye, Mom. Wow. Where do I go from here? Should I go to the archery range or the stables? Those are great ideas, but you should probably go to your cabin and drop off all that luggage. Then it'll be time for some grub. Let me help you. I'm Carrie, by the way, and according to this list, you'll be in my cabin this summer. Good old fox cabin. Watch your step. The stairs are pretty wobbly. Carrie was a great counselor. She was so nice and helpful that the new kid got kind of used to having her around. I have the best cabin in the camp. This is gonna be a great summer. 
Hey there, mind if I join you? Join me? Sure, for lunch. I'm Austin, by the way. Um, yeah. Look, I'm not sure who you think I am, but I should tell you that I'm part of the Fox Cabin, and we're the best. Really? Well, I... Wish you were in the Fox Cabin, too? Yeah, who doesn't? It's rough, but that's the way it is, I'm afraid. I think I'm done eating. See you around. Not if I'm lucky. Ha! After lunch, the new kid decided to go back to the cabin and hang out. After all, I might get to hang out with Carrie, at least until my next track time. As he approached the cabin, a strange sight met him. He was so mean. Uh-oh, here he comes. Hey, camper. I heard you met Austin today. She's in the fox cabin as well. That'll be fun, won't it? Uh, yeah, sure. Oh, and one extra thing. She was telling me that you weren't exactly the nicest camper. And I think the best way to fix that is by visiting what I like to call the wonderful world of KP. What's KP? It's a big surprise. I hope you like doing dishes. I sure do. Oh boy. The moral is, sometimes we think that we are pretty special. After all, God loves us and wants us to be with Him. And though all of this is true, sometimes we start to think that we are more special than anyone else. The fact is that everyone you meet, small or great, is special to God. He made them, cares about them, and each one deserves our respect. If we aren't respectful towards them, then we are also disrespecting God. Are we done with the tea party for now? Oh yeah, I'll help clean it up, Mr. Jacobs. Thanks, Chelsea. Are you okay, Sam? Huh? Oh, yeah, I was just thinking about what we were talking about today, Olin. Are you confused or something? It seems pretty simple to me. God wants us to respect people. It's pretty clear to me, too. Well, that part was really clear, but what isn't clear to me is what we're supposed to do when people we respect do the wrong thing. Like my teacher treating me badly? Well, kind of. I know that doesn't mean that we should stop respecting them, but Shouldn't people do something about it? How do we stop people we respect from doing what is wrong? How do we keep showing them respect? Those are important questions, Sam, and I'm afraid there isn't a right answer for every situation. But if we look at the stories in the Bible and see what godly people did, we might get an idea of how God wants us to act. Like what kind of stories? Noah and the Ark or something? <laughs> Actually, Chelsea, a story that I was talking about last week might be a good place to start. In the book of 1 Samuel 23, and again in chapter 26, there's a story how David, a man who loved God a lot, was being hunted by a king. David was given many opportunities to get rid of this king, but David respected the king too much. Instead, he proved over and over that he was not a man who deserved to be hunted. And when he showed the king this, the king was ashamed and stopped. Really? How did he show the king? That's something you'll have to read for yourself. It's quite a story. The point is, even though we respect someone, we should not be too scared to show them what they are doing is wrong. They may not listen to you, but that's not your fault. Got it. Is that the only example you have, though? I could think of a few more, but one of the best verses I can think of is in Matthew 23, where Jesus is talking about the teachers and preachers of the time. They were telling everyone what to do, but they weren't doing it themselves. That's not good. No, 
I'd agree there, Chelsea. That's why Jesus tells us to listen to what they are saying to do, but not to act like them because they were setting a really bad example. So even though they weren't doing the right thing, Jesus was telling us that we could still learn from them, but we need to be careful. Right. And I'd say that's an important thing to remember for any teacher, because only God is perfect, and the rest of us teachers are learning from Him just like everyone else. That's a lot to think about. Yeah, but that's Mr. Jacob's garage for you. Always learning something new here. It was fun. I'm glad Kyle told me to stop by. I might be back if that's okay. You're always welcome, Olin. Well, I've got to head out, Mr. Jacobs. Fiona and I are going shopping today, and I said I'd meet her at her place. That sounds like fun. Uh, be sure to say hi for me. All right. Are you heading out too, Chelsea? Yeah. Thanks again for everything. It was fun. Anytime. Would you turn off the radio on your way out? It's the switch on the side. Okay. Okay.